Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, it is Tuesday and that means uh, it's time to call our good friend Liz. Uh, Liz is part of a wonderful program called Little Brothers uh, uh, Friends of the Elderly. And uh, they have a great phone buddies program going on because, you know, look, with the uh, COVID, it's, it, it, programs like these suffer because it really is all about connection and going yes. places and going to visit. Well, you can't really do that right now, but you sure can visit on the phone. And that's what we do weekly with Liz. And Liz joins us on the phone. Good morning, Yay. Liz. Good morning. Good morning. How you How doing? Are you? Well, I'm doing great. Oh, <laughs> surprisingly, Liz. Liz, yeah. don't don't go outside. It's 137 degrees outside. <laughs> I oh. kind of gathered that when I listened to the news earlier. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, a lot of humidity. It's oh just boy, not it's, fun. It's, yeah, Liz, what is your favorite season? We've never asked you this. What what time of year do you enjoy the most? What time of year? Yeah, what season do you like the most? Well, actually, I'm a winter person. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, did you enjoy like do you, did you do any outdoor or? like skiing or, or any any outdoor activities? Yeah, ice skating. Well, I was an ice skater. I went, I practically lived on the ice rink when I was a kid. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you're just full of mysteries that of, we discover every of, week. Of course, you were Dorothy Hamill. Of course, you were Liz. <laughs> you know, I wish I had been. Oh wow! <laughs> I, well, cool. I, I was going to ask Liz: Is there something you've done? You know, Dawn just made the comment, and it's so true. I mean, every time we talk to you, we learn a great little nugget about you. But looking back, Liz, you have done so many things. But is there something, is there something as you reflect back on your life that you wish you would have done? Like, is there an event or like maybe a career path that you're like, you know what, that would have been fun? Oh, (laughs) well, I'll tell you, the one thing I never had a chance to do was get married. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh. I never, I never found the right guy, I guess. Well, there's still hope, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. well, I don't think so. Not at 83. Oh. Well, you never Get on know. on the app and you start know? swiping. That's right. <laughs> oh, uh, wow, Liz, I didn't. I don't know why I, yeah. I thought that you were, but oh, that's Me interesting. Too. Yeah. Well, I grew up in a, in a time, you know, uh, I was a very opinionated woman. Uh-huh. And of course, the time I grew up, you had women were supposed to be sweet, little, passive um People, you know, and they were never supposed to disagree with their husbands. And I had a big mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. We love that about you. I've never been married either, uh, Liz, and I'm 46. And I don't see myself getting married. So, you know what? It's okay. 
That's well, I actually conscience. think it was better for me if I didn't get married because um, I I don't think uh, uh, most men would be very comfortable with me because I I do have one major medical problem that would make a lot of people very uncomfortable. Oh, oh yeah. okay, I, okay. I am what they call bipolar. Oh yeah. Oh, again, Liz, we know keep, that we yeah. keep discovering little little nuggets about you. Oh, that's <laughs> that's fascinating. You know, some well, of the... it is, you know, but you know, I've never been ashamed of being bipolar. No, because I I've been able be. to work with it very successful over the years. Well, a lot of the top CEOs are, you know, in the country there. It has nothing to do with intelligence or anything. A a lot of very smart people that run companies are bipolar. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to have it under control properly. Sure. Unfortunately for me, I ran into some of the best people around that dealt with it. (laughs) How old were you when you found out you were bipolar? Well, I started having problems when I was a, a... in high school, but I was mm-hmm. finally diagnosed when I was 35. <laughs> oh gosh, that's a long time. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And to get on the right medication and treatments for that probably took a while yeah. to get it well, right. You know the big problem with a lot of people that have bipolar disease, they, they don't like to stay on the medication because, you know, it is a dampening of your emotions sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't get as silly and and out of bounds as you could, you know, if you are on a medication. But I knew from a very early age, you know, that unless I was under control, you know, I could get really crazy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. You you said you were diagnosed in your 30s. Liz, I I bet it was um, not concerning, but uh, before there was a proper diagnosis, did you really wonder, did you recognize that there was something, uh, I don't want to say different, but there was something going on? Yeah, I did, actually, when I was in high school. <laughs> okay. Oh, and I think part of the reason I got interested is because my best friend developed schizophrenia. Wow. And so wow. I started reading books on psychology, trying to figure out what she had. Mm-hmm. And that was when I discovered, I knew that I had mood swings. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. That I would be really high and go, you know, be running around like a bunny rabbit, and then I didn't want to do anything for long periods of time. Yeah. But I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Oh, and my then gosh. when she developed schizophrenia, I decided, I wonder what this is all about. So I started mm-hmm. reading books about it, and I found one book that gave a perfect description of my behavior, and so I knew something was wrong with me. <laughs> but, you know, you didn't talk about things like that when I, I was, was growing up. Was, so, yeah. Most people don't even want to talk about it now. I mean, it's very brave of you to talk about this on the radio, so thank you so much. I'm sure it's going to help somebody oh, even so today. Relatable. Well, I hope it does, you know, because, you know, just by being bipolar, that isn't your whole person. No. You know, oh, that, no, it's, it's a piece. Disease, just like anything else like diabetes or or whatever mm-hmm. wow. you know that's it's why you part of you but that isn't your whole personality right <laughs> that's probably why you were such a great teacher well you know um it made me be able to understand kids a lot better than some teachers would because i could see you know yeah. what their mood swings were and everything else a lot better than a lot of people could <laughs> right and have more and understand that there's something going on here beneath the surface did, right. did you, you referenced, and it's very true, you know, society, and, and Dawn's right, too, you don't even want to, uh, p- people don't want to talk about it now. There's a there's a kind of a cloud of shame sometimes. Exactly. With, uh, an unnecessary yeah. cloud of shame. 
did you were were you pretty outspoken um, even shortly after your diagnosis in, in a different era? Were you? Yes, I was yeah, because I bravo. did not see any shame in it. That, you know, because I said, you know, I can live with this. I don't see what the big problem is. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but I know wow. a lot of them people that people do don't. have it didn't want to talk about it more shame of having it because because it, it, it does have a stigma. Mm-hmm. But the thing yeah. of it was, uh, I decided, you know, I would be an advocate of teaching people that there's no shame in having this condition any worse than it's of any other condition. Well, so I've been an advocate my whole life on it and trying to get people to understand, you know, that uh, some things are invisible, but they're just as important with having care than other things. Well, it's that old saying, Liz, you know, people fear what they don't understand. And so that's the, exactly right. So the more you talk about it, the more it becomes, it becomes, and I don't like the word normal, but it, it normalizes it. And the fear well, goes, the, the fear, <laughs> the fear evaporates when people understand it more. Uh, they, they may have misconceptions about what it means, but when, when brave folks like you talk about it and talk mm-hmm. about it with just a sense of just everydayness, I'll make up that word there. Yeah, um, that's about right. Yeah. It, it, it removes, it removes the fear and i think that that's so important and like don said i think you're helping someone right now there's there is someone listening to the show right now right lex that right. that is hearing yeah. their story and your story liz without a yeah, doubt that's true and they you know and the one thing i like to say is you don't have to be ashamed of being this way because in a lot of ways uh people with my condition are smarter mm-hmm. than a lot of people because I understand it seems to affect people that are more intelligent sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. So I can say I'm a smarty. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've proven that over and over for us, for yes. sure. Oh. Do, do you think it added a level of compassion that you wouldn't have had otherwise, Liz? I really do. Yeah. Because um, uh, when you're sensitive to your own needs, you're, you're more sensitive to other people's needs. Ding, ding. Yeah. Yes. With a, oh, that's I'm going to put that write, write that yeah. on the banner right there. So yeah. Well, Liz, thank you. I mean, wow, we owe you a big thanks today. Thanks <laughs> yeah. for this great conversation. Uh, stay cool. Uh, don't go. Don't go outside, Liz, because again, it's 400 <laughs> degrees outside. So. <laughs> I believe it, and I'm not going anyplace. Good. Oh. Now, you guys stay, stay, stay safe, too, and take care. We will. Okay. We'll talk to you next week, Liz. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, Liz. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I'm so pleased wow. that she just felt so open to say what, that. Without, yes. What, what a gift. Like without us. even a pause, and there shouldn't be a pause. But she no. just—I—I I love that. Mm-hmm. I love every conversation, whether it's uh, just a, a fun little thing about what she wanted to do, or what shows oh, she used to watch, she's reading, or a book yeah. she's reading, Lex, or something, or listening to. Yeah, and then when uh, when she spoke to us uh, following uh, uh, the uprising, following the death of George Floyd, her t- oh, yeah. talking about her her social. Uh, stance and her, her and social justice. Yes, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. Every conversation, you're like, she's. I'm not making a joke here. She's Forrest Gump. She's a she's a catch. <laughs> she's for, she's yeah. She has lived a life. If she I was has. an 83 year old man in a uh, retirement facility, uh, yeah. I'd be hitting on Liz. I'm that gonna, sounds weird, but next time uh, we talk yeah. to her, I'm going to ask her if she uh, uh, drank a Dr. Pepper with President Kennedy. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask her. <laughs> I swear.
<laughs> and if she owns a shrimp company, because I swear she's Forrest Gump. <laughs> Yeah. Did you house Elvis when you were a kid? Oh my gosh. How about ping pong? Are you, you like to at, play that? Are you good at ping pong, Liz? How about running? You are our delightful Forrest Gump. What a gem. <laughs> what just uh yeah. That she's delightful, man. It doesn't oh. get better than that.